Josie and Johnny are having a baby with with you. you. Uh, My name is Johnny Donoghue. My name is Josie Lung. Hello. We are two British comedians who, um, in real life, as well as at work, are having a baby. True. We're a couple. Of charmers. (laughs) (laughs) Who are in a relationship. With each other. (laughs) 24-7. 365. We um, are having a baby slightly earlier than we had anticipated. Um, I, 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 for one, am delighted, uh, but terrified. And uh, I don't know enough. And uh, I think um, maybe that's how everyone always feels. But it's certainly true um, if you weren't expecting to have a baby quite so soon. Um, we really wanted to um, talk to lots of people who have had children um, and find out if there's anything we could possibly learn to make it easier or, or at least just to assuage some of our worries. Josie and Johnny are having a baby. There's so many questions that we've got that feel so pertinent and so pressing and so terrifying. And today's guest is Izzy City, who uh, is the angel of my heart, my dear friend, uh, one of the people I love most on earth. You will know her from Peep Show, the absolute smash hit comedy series. Uh, you she may, plays Dobby. She plays Dobby in Peep Show and she's absolutely magnetic. She's fantastic. Um, but she's also in all kinds of other shows. She's um, an incredible, versatile actor. She's also a comedian. She's, she's written done, books. She has written books, yeah. She's, yeah, she's an author. She's she's a quadruple threat. She's got everything. She's a brilliant musician. She is. Guitarist. She's written shows for BBC Radio 4 that have um, that kind of musical comedies. Yeah. And really beautiful. Um, she's just an all-round legend and she is a busy working mother of one. Her little daughter who is just preschool age. And is just the most oh wonderful. Gosh, she's so beautiful. I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. But of course she'd have to be because her parents are just heavenly wonderful human beings. Yeah, her parents are great. And what's interesting about chatting to Izzy is she is um, one of my really good friends and I've been sort of around her parenting quite a lot. I've been sort of in her house and, like, I love how the atmosphere of her house is really calm and loving and it's something that I want to be able to find out how to do. (laughs) Like, Mm. I want to find out how to mimic what she does and... And and talking to her is um, a lot of fun. Also, I didn't realise until we spoke that she was considering calling her daughter Josie. Mm, after me. <laughs> and then didn't win. Did no. not win out. Her daughter is not called Josie. Absolute heartbreak. So I think we should not call our child Izzy. <laughs> In <of> honour. <laughs> well, also, it's slightly better than I have another friend who named their dog Josie after me. They named their dog. What kind of dog? I don't know. Friendly dog. Well, I mean, you are very friendly. I would name a dog after you if you left me and I was lonely. Well, there's something, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would... Yeah, I don't think you're... You're not very dog-like. What? I mean, yeah, I mean no, no, I mean, I mean that as a compliment. I love dogs, but I don't think you're very, you know, you're very thoughtful and... Um, I, I don't know, you think a lot more than a dog does, is really what I'm trying to get at. Well, thank you. That's okay. Um, a pig. 
A little lovely oh, pig. Oh, I'd love to be a pig. I love pigs. Pigs are one of my favourite animals ever. Oh. So clever. Yeah. Brave. Oh. Cute. cute. Sunburnable. Um, oh. Omnivorous. Aren't we all? I always say that you're like a mole. Because well, I don't like the sun. You don't like the sun. You're very nocturnal. You, and when you get woken up, you'll be like, yes, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of moles. You're scrabbly. Yeah. Do they have moles in America? Do they have it? So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, so I was, yeah, I've been, th- it's been hard trying to think of a name for our baby because Johnny, all the names that you suggest, for whatever reason, I seem to almost like instinctively and vociferously want to veto. Yeah. You come up with something, I'm like, never! Leonard. No! <laughs> and and I seem to have like three names that I can't get over. Yeah. That you're not that keen on. Well, one of those names, and I won't say what it is, because uh, once, you've, once you've done that, you can't um, sort of undo saying that it's like you should never tell someone what you're thinking of calling your child. You just say it's called this. One of the names that you would like are unborn child to be called was the name of a child in my primary school who was very snotty and and always seemed to be sort of dribbling down themselves and I just can't bring myself to you worry about that being some sort of determinism basically well that's that like it is a burden you are giving your child something that could serve them well or ill yeah that's scary that's a perm- but I suppose people can change their names but it's quite a permanent what about instead of giving them a name, we should give them a number? 53. 50, this is 53. Lovely. I can't see anything going wrong. No. Yeah, no I'll, one's, I'm up for it. No one's ever done badly about being reduced to just a number rather than a name. Oofed. What's good as well is speaking to Izzy is that I think I can be quite honest with her about my fears. Like, I am really frightened of the first couple of weeks. Really? It seems, yeah, because when you hear about things like that, people are like, you'll never sleep, you'll have, it'll be terrifying, you know, that sort of I thing. I think the first couple of weeks will be a delight because we'll have all these reserves of strength and energy. And so, yes, you won't sleep. But, you know, like when you've got a really hard bit of work, you can be quite energised by a lack of sleep for a bit. It's only when it's like compounded by lack of sleep for ages. I'm worried about six months in when we haven't slept for six months and we're just tearing our hair out and really sad crying because there's no milk. You know, that's that's my idea. Of, I mean, no milk for us to drink. There'll be milk for the baby. <laughs> but can we just order some milk or buy some milk? We could probably go to the shop. I just don't know. What if the baby's so crying so much that I can't get to, to the shop? To the shops. <laughs> well, that's that question and more should be answered. <laughs> I remember sort of you gave me some advice about labour the other month where you said, just remember it will end. It will end, yes. And each contraction is a contraction gone. There are a finite amount of contractions. It feels sometimes like it is going to, like you're out of control and it's going to go on forever. But there are a finite amount. It's just that you don't know what that amount is. Do you think it'd be easier if if at the start they said you're going to have 175 contractions? I think it probably would actually, because mm. Johnny could take a chalkboard and <laughs> do a tally. I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have anything that was like golden advice that people gave you? Gavin, my friend Gavin, who's got two children. I remember sort of in the very early days, just feeling very overwhelmed and mm. like we weren't going, weren't coping very well. And I 
rang Amy and Gavin, who were a couple, my friends, and said, God, she keeps crying, we don't know why, and ah." Um, I I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. And then he said, if you get to the end of every day and you're all alive, that's great. (laughs) And it was, I mean, it sounds quite um, (laughs) strange now to think that, but actually it was a really reassuring thing to say. So I think I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and I was sort of had problems breastfeeding. So I did sort of manage to partially do it in the end, but you can get quite emotional and and very involved in in all that stuff. So I think it's quite good for someone to just go, are you all alive? That's great. You know? Also, it's nice to have that level of bar. Like, yes. I wish that was the yeah. bar more often just for people as individuals. Like, got through the day though, didn't they? Can't take that away from me. Yeah, yeah I think that's really important. My friend um, Rosie, she said that the first checkup by the doctor or midwife or, or um, a health visitor was uh, them saying, and, and it looks like you're both dressed. And she oh, was yeah. like, yes. And have you eaten? Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'll see you in a week. Oh, and just this yeah. feeling of, yes, I, nice. I have achieved uh, and we're clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is a big, big achievement. Is it really true that you just, when they're first born, you don't wash them very much? I think you do, don't wash them. You definitely don't wash them every day. I think maybe it's like once a week. And it's just with water. Yeah, just with water. It's still just with water for Betty. Is it? Yeah. I think you can waste quite a lot of money, actually, yeah. on... I don't think you need bubble bath. But kids aren't, kids. kids aren't smelly like us. And you only have to feed them once a month. That's right. <laughs> they store it in their cheeks like a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find that you bought lots of stuff that you didn't need or you were given lots of stuff that you didn't use? Uh, a little bit, but I think... <sighs> I think sometimes you do need it, for, but for a brief time. So mm. you think, oh, we didn't need it. But actually, it did help you for a very short period. And then you re- it made you realise something. You might go, oh, I bought this. And then s- an- another person will go, oh, hang on, I've got a similar thing, but this might be more helpful. So it's uh, like, yeah. And also, it being there took away some anxiety that helped you move forward. Exactly. I only spent £250 a day on breastfeeding aids. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, because also if these things exist, it makes you realise that other people have had the same problem and that's Mm. reassuring because Mm. I think the worst thing is when you feel that you're failing. Um, I think the one thing that we didn't ever use, I actually got sent by mistake, was a kind of swivel chair that they sit in in the bath. It was kind of like an office chair that you can turn <laughs> round and round on. Um, so you didn't the, use that? We didn't use it. We got sent it by mistake by, I think, maybe John Lewis. And I rang them and said, oh, we didn't order this. I'd ordered something else. And they said, I'll keep it. It was very nice of them. But we didn't ever use that. It's not for newborns, I don't think. I think it was for one, when they can sit up, but... Yeah. For but, listeners in America, John Lewis is a... Yes, uh, not a man. It's not <laughs> some guy. John Lewis is a major departmental store in the UK. Also, what's funny is that somebody ordered that and they obviously their child who wanted to do their office work in the bath. <laughs> very behind on all the invoices now. Yes. <laughs> HMRC will be on the phone. I'll be on the Fisher-Price phone. I just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so I have a very sort of idealised image of your little girl being a good sleeper. Yes. And I think I've really reinforced this image. So in my head I'm like, well, I know that Betty sleeps and my I and Izzy's my friend and we do similar things. So my baby's going to sleep. <laughs> and have I created a fantasy world? Um 
Yes, she has always been a pretty good sleeper, I think. You don't really know because I guess unless you've got twins, you don't really know. Yeah. I think even if you have another one, you can't really remember. Um, your friends who've got children the same age as you become a real lifeline when you're when you've got um, yeah. a newborn baby um, and even a young baby and uh, and even now actually and uh, it, they might be people you don't know that well but actually that is the absolute nucleus of your day often that you're going to meet someone else who's in the same boat as you for an hour or whatever in the park or in a cafe or something and if your baby won't sleep in the buggy and everyone else's does you can feel a bit like you've got well you have to go home yeah I used to be able to go out in the morning but then I'd always have to come back at lunchtime for sleep or I could go out in the afternoon I used to sort of go back with her and think oh everyone else is just staying out all day because their baby's sleeping in the buggy so I think no matter what you you've got you always you were aware that it 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 could be better I suppose like you know I think we were very lucky at night and I would rather it had been that way round mm. that but all the other mums were like, leave, little like, Stephen is sleeping. Yes, <laughs> yes. Stephen. Did you do No one's called Stephen anymore, are they? <laughs> no, there's no young Lindas, there's yeah. no young Karens. Oh God, I was thinking about that. Yeah, it's not, it's all the, the, the 80s names that have gone now, isn't yeah. it? How do we work out what Helen. to call the baby? Alan Bennett. Said. No, we can't call it Alan Bennett. <laughs> Please call it Alan Bennett, please, please. Alan Bennett said um, that um, we rotate names in long circles because then we don't have to fear ageing. So you don't oh, wow. you don't call children by the names of the generation who are dying when children are born because you never think of um, he's like you never think of of Darren as an old man. Um, but the, but Darren's will one day have their time. So that means that possibly our children's children might be called Darren yeah. or won't be. Maybe it'll be their children. Can I ask a question? Is yeah. this true? Did you, you, you were, to what, weren't you toying between two names? Yes, we were toying between Betty and Josie. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it feels like you picked the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> What, what went wrong? In surprise, the other so the other week, I sort of was trying to think of names for the baby, and I thought about Betty, and I was like, oh, "That's an incredible name." I put it, on my, and I was like, "Ah, no." It's, it's hard, though, isn't it? Have you had a situation now? where one of your friends has got a name that you that you like, and you have to judge whether they're a good enough friend that it's an issue? Yeah, because if you don't see them that much, it's it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like. My cousin's daughter is called Betty as well. And I thought, I hope she doesn't mind. So I sort of asked her and I, she was like, no, no, of course, you know. But it's a funny thing when it's... But if it was your sister, it might be a little bit more like... Yeah. Oh. But then yeah. it's funny with things like that, isn't it? Because like in some ways, that's such a cute gift to give cousins. And it's a compliment, isn't it? Yeah. Like you, you, Izzy... Isabel. You, Isabel. Yeah. But how did you work oh, out? You. Did you feel mystical about me? <laughs> uh, well... We we really couldn't decide, and then we waited and waited, and we just used to call her Bobby Bach, which is Welsh for little baby, because oh. my boyfriend's first language is Welsh. So, and then it got towards the six weeks where you've got to register their name. I think we had to do. We took her skiing when she was three and a half months old, which was the most stupid thing I've ever done. But you did send me an incredible photo of her wearing some tiny sunglasses, <laughs> and yes. she looked like an absolute dude. Yeah, there were you a few nice moments. <laughs> 
Were you gigging? <laughs> it was on pe- holiday? stress peppered with. Um, peppered with, with short <laughs> moments of relief, which then gave way to a sea of stress again. Um, no, I wasn't gigging. We were just with lots of friends. Actually, okay. it was, it, you know, it was, I found it very stressful, but it was just worth it. I love skiing and um, I got to do a few hours on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. It's like a broader thing, which is, did it feel, because I think, you know, like we're both, we're all like very kind of, established in building up a life that we want and um you know creative work that feels very fulfilling and stuff like that and like, did it feel to you like right we need to book this in so that we feel like we've got ourselves something? yeah i think you shouldn't expect to to lose yourself and lose your identity because it's important i think that as a parent you know you you feel that you have self-worth and that you're not just a parent um, but at the same time, I think that that was a bit too much for us to take her right. so young to something that we would have done without thinking about before There's a lot I was of pregnant. There's but- a lot of gear. Like, it's kind of the worst holiday you can you can take a baby on in a sense well apart from maybe like on a canal boat or <laughs> like, like camel trekking yeah, cam- yeah, I, was trying to think, yeah. I mean I'm, I'm really struggling to think mountain climbing yeah it's in the it's, worst five yeah yeah <laughs> Camp- camping would be hard with a newborn i think so we'll have more on this in a second but first we're going to take a quick break We're badder than ever. <laughs> um, I know what I was going to say about taking her skiing. We had to get her passport, so that's why we had to decide her name. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. The, the whole thing of a baby passport is adorable. And they have to have a and they, passport And they have photo. to lie down for the photo, obviously. Oh. So they, the photo is taken from above. So it could just be any baby. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the passport lasts for like, I think maybe five years. Like we went on a plane recently and uh, it's the same passport from when we took her skiing. And it's like... That really could be any baby. Like, yeah. it doesn't really look anything like that. That yeah. is a child. Yeah, yeah. No. There's just something hilarious about babies going through airport security. Like, yeah. get, well, get the baby passport, or better check it. You hear a lot about if the mother hasn't got the same, if you're not married, there being issues with them questioning whether the, if, say, the child's got the dad's surname. Yeah. And you go through with the baby I think there can sometimes be issues in terms of you being the mother I'm just looking forward to a lifetime of that I really am because I don't want to change my name I don't want you to change your name I well I offered to take your name and you said no yeah because you offered to take my first name (laughs) what Johnny Josie (laughs) Josie Donahoe (laughs) I said I was very happy to be non-professional I I was like well why don't I just take your surname uh and I'll continue having my name as my stage name. Yeah. And I'll just change my passport and things and we'll, we'll be the longs. And I said, you wish you could be a long. You're <laughs> never going to pass the test. It'll take you to... No, I didn't say anything. No, I I, I mean, I, I don't know. It didn't I, feel why like... did you... Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought you would have said yes to that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting how different people come to their feelings and their conclusions about this sort of thing because 
I do think in part it's it's a feminist thing for me insofar as I'm like I love my professional reputation and I love having built my name and feeling like that's invested a lot. But in part, I think it's just a reaction to my parents and how much they changed their names and how much they got, you know, remarried, unmarried, et cetera, et cetera. And and so for me personally, I was like, no, what I want is this consistency. Yeah, this is my name. It's always going to be my name. Yeah, and I... but I think I thought, oh, this is a principle, but actually it's a lot more as well to do with personal circumstances. Whereas I've always, already changed my name. My the, my the name I go by is not my birth name because I changed my name when I was 18. Uh, and I, I, I changed my name to... I, this is my stage name. I changed my name to be Johnny Donahoe officially. And I did that... Out of, for, for lots of reasons, but one of the big reasons was I had no relationship with my dad. I had not had a relationship with him since I was about 12. And I was about to go off and do some work, and I sort of thought, uh, if I had any success, I mean, as in professional theatre work, if I had any success, I didn't want his name to be in that success. Yeah. So I wouldn't have any issue with taking your name, because I sort of... Because you like my dad. I do. You're a lovely man. Um, it was. It's not so much about dads anymore, as it is about. It doesn't really like if it makes life easier at an well, airport. That, although we shouldn't fly anyway. What, no, you know, well, exactly. We shouldn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, and also. Well, what you can do is give her... I've travelled. Oh, my daughter doesn't need yeah, to. Yeah, so well, I have to travel for my work. But, um, she has got my surname as part of her name. Oh, that's great. So that's yeah. what they do in Scotland. And, you know, I'm half Scottish, so I sort of wanted to do that. Yes. Is that a Scottish thing? Really yes, and I think sometimes it's the mother's mother's maiden name. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Which I... Oh, I don't know my mum's mum's maiden name. Oh, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. Because it was O'Sullivan, but they changed it to Senate because of people being very prejudiced against Irish people. Gosh. So they were like, no, no, Senate, English name, here we are. But I I tell you what I feel (laughs) with the the baby is I like the idea of our baby having a name that's kind of a new name. Mm. And I think there's a part of me that would like the idea of all of us just going, right, we're all this. But I'm just too attached to my name to do it. So yeah. I'm like, ah, sod it. Well, they definitely will have a different name to you and I. But I just think, oh, God, you know, it's like when people say, oh, you don't want to give your child an adventurous name. Then they'll be bullied at school. And I think, Better oh, to call God. them Ian. Yeah, tell yeah. them to, why live on your knees in advance? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't want to deviate into the slightest part from what might be the most conventional thing. Because they do have a terrible time. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. It's often just about them, that stuff, isn't it? I think a lot of people, any advice they give you, it's regrets that they might have. Or... Oh, God. I, I don't know. Do you get more bullied for your name than for anything else? I think it's difficult if you've got a name like, like Fifi, Trixie Bell, or, you know, yeah. um, it depends what kind of school you're at. I mean, at yeah. my school, there were two boys who were openly gay mm. in, in school. I mean, this was in, like, the... Uh, early 90s, mid 90s, it was like quite different then, I think, the way sexuality was talked about. Uh, that's um, that's a I, huge thing. And they felt comfortable enough to. Well, that's 20 years ago. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was um, amazing, really. And I think so, it, I think it really, really depends what kind of school you're at. I can imagine that if someone at my school had been called like tomato ketchup, fish, mm. Jones, uh, 
it probably would have been fine. They probably would have done theatre studies rather than PE, I imagine. <laughs> um, but I think maybe that's the thing you've got to think about. If you're like a sports jock and uh, <laughs> the woman is like an Olympic sprinter, I don't think you want to be calling your kid like the wisp the whisper of the wind. <laughs> but they'll funny? probably, yeah. Like nominative determinism. Like, I, you want a child to have a name where they could do anything with it. Yeah. But you have no idea what they want to be. So you think, oh, I'll give them a name with a bit of flair. Sure. And then they want to be a chartered accountant. And all that happens is people are like, well, I don't think Salmon is very serious about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want... I yeah. suppose there is that feeling of, is that name going to Im- impede on their... Like, I always thought um, um, Anthony is a good name insofar as it feels like it... Uh, it, it in Britain, we're such a sort of classist society, whereas Anthony feels like it can be... Uh, you, you could be a king, Anthony, yeah, and you could sure. be a normal person called Anthony. Sure, sure. There are some names I that don't... I think Tony's a nice Tony's name. Tony's a great... Yeah. That West Side Story. No one's angry at Tony. <laughs> well, the sharks are angry at him. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought, because we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Josie and Johnny They're having a baby This is a question. Like, are our children going to be a different social class to us? Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, of course they are. Wh- how do we deal with that? Like, what does what does it even mean in twenty years, thirty years? Well, like, our children are going to be the children of um, comedians, the worst people, the worst alive. people alive. <laughs> um, that is sort of weird. I mean, it, I, I kind of, but yeah, but they're going to have a more bohemian upbringing than. Than yes. probably all of us did. Yeah, but don't I mean, you, Izzy, you you you're an actor and a writer. I mean, how much did and you? I felt like going, am I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are. And and how much and did you, singer. as a kid, wanting to do those things, get annoyed by the children of actors? Like, I didn't know anyone who did this for a living. No, I grew nor up in did Reading. I. Yeah, this the, the idea was... that I'd be friends with anyone whose parents did. That's yeah, right, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so. I didn't grow up in that world, and I thought the people who grew up in that world seemed like absolute pricks. Did you? See, I didn't even think that far. No, I, I mean, it wouldn't have occurred to me that there were those people that grew up in that world. No. I remember watching Live and Kicking. and um, Which is a Saturday morning uh, television entertainment show. And For children, the young people, yeah. And it was hosted at the time by Andy Peters. And there's this section every week where Andy Peters would do this sort of, sort of skit with a kid who was my age. I was furious. Like, why isn't that me? I could do that. And then I remember looking him up because he's like on the credits, and he had the same surname as the director of the show. And I was like, of course, right? Of yeah. course, it is. That's how. Yeah. And, and that bitterness has lasted you <laughs> thirty years. Fueled me. <laughs> and he's found that boy. Do you know what that boy does now? He's a failure. He's a failure. Yeah, too much, too soon. No, I, well, he's probably not. You know what he probably is? He's probably really well adjusted. Someone who went, well, I don't want to do that for a living. I've tried it. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I had the opportunity to have a go at it. I'll go and have a real job. If only we'd all done that, then we'd have real jobs now. It's their fault we're still doing it. <laughs> but that's like um, the guy who played Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That happens to a lot of child actors, doesn't it? There was a guy um, at my at my drama school on the 
he was the head of like the technical course, like a stage management course. And he was like, I think one of the actors in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, one of the, the, the boy in it. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah just, it just wasn't for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, how would you know? I didn't, you know, like at six, you don't. No, I don't think it's very, you know, I did Shameless and I was a mum in that, which is quite odd because I, I didn't have any children then. And I used to say to my kids in it, do you think I'll be a good mum? And they were like, uh, yeah. Like, you know, no, I'm like, a kid. Yeah, I don't know, I'm 10. What are you on about? But, um, did she really? Yeah, I was sort of really like, do you think this is... Um, do you ever think of your pretend kids? Yeah, now and again, it's quite, they're, yeah, they're, they were sweet. Um, but I don't, I think I had four kids in it, I think. Three, and then one of them was a baby who cried so much during the one scene that we filmed with him that they decided to you cut him out of yes but then there was a big <laughs> photo of me and my family with a big ginger baby in the front of it up in the house for ages with no explanation <laughs> anyway um, that's like a special easter egg for the yeah. fans yes, yes. how long um, were you in shameless i did the, la- the whole of the last series okay, I was, a so regular. It was a real experience of like being with those kids yeah yeah i was with them a lot and i don't think i, I i'm not sure that being on set is great for kids. I think being a child and having, you know, being in a situation where you can get sweets and food oh, yeah. and, and, and then you've got you everyone like... focusing on you and you are under pressure to do yeah. your lines. You know, I think it's hard and and perhaps... I think it's sort of, in a, in a weird sense, too hard and too easy simultaneously. I don't know what I'll do if Betty says, oh, I want to be an actress and maybe Alice or I are filming something and they want a kid in it. Because I don't, I'm not sure personally from what I've seen, not just on Shameless, but on a few other things as well, oh. that, that all kids should be on set. Do you think it's hard not to like put an impression of what you might want for your child on them? Do you know what I mean? Like you think, oh, I'd love for her to do this, that, the other or... I think it's hard not to draw conclusions from innocuous things they do. Like she picks up a flute and you're like, she loves the flute. Yes. Or they that might go through a very quick phase of something good or bad. And you might think, oh, this is it, this is it. And actually it's not. It's just part of them discovering stuff. And, you know, um, so, uh, yes, I, I don't think that she's yet at an age where I think what might, I suppose what happens is they get older. If anyone's listening with older kids, they might find this that... Maybe if they're 10 or 11, I guess you're always thinking, oh, they seem to like science. Maybe they'll... And that must be a natural thing to do, mustn't it? Yeah. You, you know... If she wants to act, what will you do? Well, I think I'll probably do the same as what my parents did, which was that they said, we'll support you, but we want you to try and get good GCSEs and A-levels. Yeah. Um, you know... I mean, you could audition together for things. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how I mean, much your expression then. Extraordinary. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, an actress told me that um, she was asked to use her son in something and she did and it was it was just very, very hard and he was crying and they carried on filming because oh. it was good for the scene. And oh, I God, think but perfect. That's He's really, crying. I was really glad that she told me that quite early on. So I, I, I don't know. Do you think it's one of those things where once you've had a kid you almost protect your other identity a little bit more? I think at first you feel so um, overwhelmed and engrossed in the child that you can't ever see how life will be normal, in inverted commas, again. Yeah. So you can't... I, I, or I felt this, uh, and I think most people do, and there are so many mini failures, you think, although 
they aren't, but it feels like they are. Like if you can't breastfeed one day, you think, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to do it. Or something, or they hate having a bath. You think that, you know, oh God, this is so terrible for them. Things like that. Well, yeah, or I'll never be able to give them a bath. Or even, you know, I won't be able to give them a bath tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not even you looking that far ahead. It's like all single moments become stretched and full of great peril and great joy. Um, Your old identity goes on such a back burner that you it takes a long time and then I think you slowly sort of dig it out and then Mm. it slowly merges with your new life and then and now I say that I and I feel like now I'm like me squared it's it's wonderful but it takes time for for the two things to kind of knit together Oh, that's nice. That's lovely. Yeah, I was talking to someone the other day. Uh, we were all at a comedy festival at the weekend, and this woman said to me, well, it's everything. It's life, isn't it? It's just <laughs> life, but it's like a whole extra life. But it did help me because it made me think, oh, well, then I shall approach it in exactly the way as I have been approaching this life. Well, that's it. And you too will be great. Uh, you're so... No, but you are both so about... I think the hardest thing is if you feel you can't say... If you if you're having problems with things, or yeah. you know, if you if it's not in your nature to, if you're married to the Count of Berkshire, yeah, well, that's why it must be so hard if you're a public figure who can't be open about, you know, think if you're a member of the royal family and you have a child, and I think it must be. But they've all they've got other they've got they've got a lot, they've, they've got and they've got an inner circle, I'm sure, who will go. Well, and they've got yeah. those, they're really big houses and things. Have they? Yeah, so it's not. I mean. <laughs> You put them down in one room, you walk up 50 rooms, yeah. Listen, you have I mean, a cool oh, I can't hear them. <laughs> Are they crying? We don't know. Um, uh, thank you so much for coming and talking to You're us. You're welcome. I feel like at the end I was a bit like, listen, it's so, but it no, is amazing. Please, it means you know. The world. It's okay. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really hope you enjoy it. You can find us personally. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Josie Long. I'm on Instagram. I'm at Josie Long. I'm also at JosieLong.com. You can find me at Johnny Donahoe um, uh, or JohnnyDonahoe.co.uk. I don't know why I don't have .com. I should get it. Couldn't shell out for the I big couldn't, bucks. The extra eight dollars it would have been. What a what a waste. Um, you can also find uh, Izzy City online um, at Izzy City um, on um, the internet's Twitter. Yep. And um, look out oh, for her. Look out for her. <laughs> look out for her. She's writing a new book at the moment. Um, she's doing all kinds of stuff. She's got all kinds of stuff in the pipeline. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, we would absolutely love it if you were to go to uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a nice five-star five review. <laughs> but also, don't feel obliged in any way. Just the fact that you're listening to the show and that you enjoy it means the world to us. Thank you. And also makes us feel less nervous and alone about embarking on parenthood. This show was produced by Ruth Barnes and Laura Sheeter from Chalk and Blade for Stitcher, with special thanks to Stephanie Karayuki and Laura Mayer. We are... Ah, Josie Long and Johnny Donahoe. Thank you. Goodbye. Stitcher.